Joining us right now is the manager of the year in Southern Atlantic League, and that is Kyle Moore, who's done a terrific job with those Delmarva Shorebirds. Do you deserve the credit, uh, Kyle, or do, does the organization as a whole, two regimes, deserve the credit for bringing in the talent? Yeah, I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. So there's certainly a lot of people working in the right direction to get to get all of this going. I mean, there's there's a lot of talent on our roster, and a lot of guys that I'm really proud of. I think uh, this staff as a whole has put a lot of these guys in a really good situation. So uh, I think it's a lot of, a combination of a lot of things. Uh, certainly, uh, good players uh, certainly help that tremendously and, and make it happen. But, uh, but I think we've also done done a nice job with helping every single player get better. Kyle, how you like Salisbury? It's my old stomping grounds. I went to school down there, college, and uh, uh, spent some years down, probably about nine or ten years down on the eastern shore. Uh, what's it been like for you this year? Yeah, it's a great little town. You know, they got a good fan support here, a, a pretty big following for this eastern shore uh, minor league affiliate, especially since we're with the Orioles. We're just right here close. I mean, you got the beach here you can drive to not too far. Uh, there's really nice golf courses, and then you know Salisbury itself. You know, it's got it's a nice little sized town. So, yeah, my family and I have really enjoyed this town. And, uh, the, the fans, especially, it's really nice to to give these fans a good season and give them something to cheer for here. Kyle, you've been around. Uh, you've been in the Oriole organization for ten plus years. Um, do you find what what uh, Mike Elias did in keeping three managers? Uh, you know, that had been with the organization, but but moving them each up. You came from Aberdeen up to uh, Delmarva. Uh, um, Buck Britton went from Delmarva to Bowie, and Gary Kendall went from, from Bowie to Norfolk. Do you think that's a good way for an organization to kind of show some continuity with uh, the teachings? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that says a lot about you know what they thought about us from the beginning, and uh, I thought those are all great moves. Those are great baseball guys, you know, Buck and Gary, and they're 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 doing a great job um, where they're at. So uh, that that definitely uh, speaks volumes to to some staff that was already here that was already under contract when Michael Ass and his staff got here. So uh, I think we were all pretty pleased with that. You know, we got a promotion and got an opportunity to manage some players under a different regime and. And, uh, you know, all we could do was go out there and, and prove it and, and show them that we we're good managers, and I think all of us have done that. Kyle, uh, Stan and I, when we were growing up, there was something called the Oriole Way, where you learn the game at the minor league level. You and, went, and we're both old, Kyle. And, and we're both old. <laughs> Come but, on, Kyle. But you, you learn the, the game the right way in the minor league level, and you proceeded through the system. Uh, that's not obviously the case anymore, but – what to, to Stan's point about continuity, how important do you think it is at all levels of the system to be teaching guys the right way in a uniform way that when they get to the big leagues that they're ready? And the reason I ask that especially is because of the pitching that you guys have at Delmarva, what Bowie uh, has proven this year up, up here. Uh, I think it's really important. Yeah, no, for sure. I would say it's imperative. Absolutely. I'm a big believer in that. And I think I think a lot of times your best coaches are at your lowest levels where that, that foundation of exactly what you were just talking about, whether it be the Oriole way or just the right way to play a game and be a professional, is, is really started in, in, at, the, at the lowest levels, GCL, Aberdeen, Dominican Summer League. And uh, as they go up, you know they kind of know what to expect, how to be a pro, how to do things that we're asking them to do from a pitching development standpoint. 
So I think I think that's the one thing that's super exciting about this new regime is that they're fully invested in the lowest levels, which which you know I can tell you from managing here in Delmarva at one of the lowest levels is that that second half of the season you need help and you need good draft picks and you need guys that have been managed by good managers at the very lowest level and, and Alan Mills did a great job with that with the guys we got from him and so did Kevin Bradshaw so that's exciting because I do firmly believe in in that Oriole way sort of mentality of building him up from the very bottom. You know, uh, before we talk a little bit about your season this year, I got to ask you about one player you must have brushed elbows with over the past few years, and that's Mike Yastrzemski. I'm not sure if you ever managed him, but have you have you coached him? I didn't manage him, but I was with, you know, I was with Mike for just different little parts of short seasons. Uh, I mean, I saw him in spring training and knew him really well every year, and and I uh, thought the world of him. I think he's a fine fine guy and and a, and a really even better baseball player. So, uh, what a year he's having. I mean, wow. Yeah, so my, tearing it up. my question was about how a team and every team does it. I mean, you know, but last night I got on to three Twitter guys from San Francisco were kind of bashing the Orioles uh, and talking about how Farhan Zaidi made such a brilliant move taking a gamble on Mike Yastrzemski. Um, you know, all teams miss on some of their own talent evaluation. Is it something that's more prone to happen when you have a new regime in who's not quite as invested in someone that they may not know? Yeah, for sure. I think I think that new regime had a really difficult task because they came in and they didn't know they didn't know anybody, so yep. they're just running running numbers and they don't know who's who or what's what. So I think in a really short time they had an extremely difficult task and. And, you know, I think sometimes, too, I think the credit goes to the player. Like, Yastrzemski did this. Like, you, mm-hmm. know, you know what I mean? Like, he, he needed a change of scenery. He got it. He earned it. Went to AAA, killed it, and then went to the big leagues. And I look at him, and yeah. I don't think anybody in our camp thought Yastrzemski was a bad player or was a bad dude or was anything right. short of just a really, really awesome dude that had a chance. I think we were in a tough spot because we had to pick some other guys. So, we, you know, we, we gave the nod to the other guys, and San Francisco took a flyer on him. I mean, come on, you can't quite possibly say that Farhan is a, a genius. Right, right. Trimsky, because he didn't have a clue that he was going to do what he did. Yeah. Sure, it makes him look great. I think everybody everybody would say it makes him look great. But yeah. I think you got to give the player the credit to the player. Yastrzemski did it. Yastrzemski put his nose in there. He went to AAA and worked hard and, and got better. And got a finally got an opportunity to big leagues, and now look what he did. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. We're talking with Kyle Moore, manager of the year in South Atlantic League, uh, done a marvelous job with the Delmarva Shorebirds. Um, everybody wants to know mostly about two pitching prospects you have, and of course, I'm going to ask you about Grayson Rodriguez and Drew Rom. But I've just become familiar with a, an oddly named guy, Gray Fenter. Um, yeah. He's a little bit older than those guys. I think he's 22 years of age, uh, going on 23. What do you tell us about uh, right-handed pitcher Gray Fenter? Yeah, I think I think he's the one guy that's flown under the radar all year long because of those other two guys that you mentioned, Rob and Rodriguez, and some of the other prospects that we've had on the team in general. But what a year Gray has put together. And uh, really proud of him because – a few years ago, he had been through some stuff. He had an injury to his arm. He went through a rehab process. And anybody that's ever ever done a long term rehab process knows mentally it can really really wear you down. And uh, 
I think Greg grew up a lot over the course of last year. I was fortunate enough to, to get him at Aberdeen last year. He he came down from Delmarva and, and and he was pitching the bullpen last year in Delmarva, and things just kind of weren't going his way. He wasn't doing strikes. He was coming in the game, putting too much pressure on himself. So last year, he came down to Aberdeen to be a starter, and we we just we just sent it off. And he had a great year, and uh, really got better. Grew up. Again, the credit goes to the player and everything who grew up mentally and emotionally became a pro. And so he's only 22 years old. I know it seems like he's older than that because we've had him for a long time because he's a high school pick out of Arkansas, and uh, we gave him some money. But I think you're, you're really starting to see the fruits of somebody who's maturing and has worked hard for a long time. But in the last time out, he threw the ball. Uh, as good as I've ever seen him throw it. He was up to 95 with a plus slider, and he's got a breaking ball is probably his best pitch. So that's kind of scary when you say, well, he's 95 with a plus slider and breaking ball is his best pitch. But uh, the last time out, he had all three working, and it was unbelievable. So, you know, here's a guy who's flying under a lot of radars, but uh, I think he's got a high ceiling. With the amount of talent that you've had down there and to put the season together like, like this team has done, uh, and I remember people talking about it with the start you got off to, we're at Camden Yards on, on a nightly basis, and everybody's saying, well, what's in the water in Delmarva? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But but then it continues, and then you find out, you know, really these guys are legit and it's no fluke. What has it been like to manage this team for you personally this year? Well, it's really been, I mean, it's been a year where um, sometimes you sit back and you go, wow, how did we do that? How did we pull that off? How did we go 22 and 4 or something like that to start the year? And I can remember sitting down to start the year and, and kind of just probably doing something I should have done, but looked and saw what the team before us did here. And I go, man, man they started out like 11 and 3 or something. Like, wow, how did they do that? And they started about 7 and 0. And then all of a sudden I look up and we're like 22 and 4. I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> I guess we're pretty good too. So anyway, I think it's been a it's been a pleasure to manage. Uh, anytime you get to manage a bunch of guys that can pitch, it makes your life a lot easier. Uh, so we had a bunch of starting pitching, and in the first half of the year, we had an unbelievable bullpen. Uh, Nalton, Joiner, Matson, guys who were just nails out there. You get a lead. If we got a lead, we won the game because I knew I had three or four guys I could go to in the bullpen that I could really lean on. And then the last thing I'll say is that all year long we've we've caught the ball better than everybody, so we don't give give the other team runs. The few losses that we do have, we've actually, I, in my opinion, we've given the other team runs. So the one thing that I'm really happy about is that we we don't really get beat a whole lot. We either we either beat ourselves or, or we win, and, and that's something that that's really promising in the coach. Because if we go out there and we play and we play good. You know, most of the most of the time, it ends well for us. We're talking with Kyle Moore, the uh, manager of the uh, uh, Delmarva Shorebirds. You know, the way you described it, how all of a sudden the team was playing so well, and you looked around and wondered what happened. It reminded me of Pat Kennedy, uh, men's basketball coach, a longtime basketball coach. He'd come to a preseason uh, prognosticating thing, and he'd stand up there and he'd say, "I'll tell you, my team." We, we don't particularly pass the ball very well. We don't really defend very well. We're not really a great shooting team, but I can tell you we're going to be one of the best coach teams in the country. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's a great pitch, too. Yeah. I like where he's going with that. Yeah. Hey, uh, 
Uh, do want to get back to those two pitchers that have um, the youngsters, Drew Rahm and Grayson Rodriguez. What do the Orioles fans have in store for them should they stay healthy enough and everything goes right for them over the next three or four years? Yeah, they're definitely some big names to follow. I mean, just leading off of Grayson, I think you got somebody who has arguably the best stuff I've ever seen in our organization. Um, and, and with all due respect to some players that I have seen, I was here in Omar with uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, Dylan Bundy, Zach Davies, Tyler Wilson. I saw all those guys pitch at this level, fortunately, and this guy's got this guy's got top-end stuff that would project to be better than everybody. So there's something to be really excited about. There's a front-of-the-rotation guy. I mean, he's up to like 98 miles an hour his last time out, and he throws four pitches for a strike. So if there's anybody you want to see in the minor leagues and you want to just go, go be wild by, go see that kid because he's, he's got some top-end stuff. As far as Rom goes, I think I don't know if people knew who Rom was when we were going to the season because you know, the high school kid from Kentucky is just this lefty, and then all of a sudden he throws up all these numbers because the same the same is true. He he possesses command of secondary stuff, and he's got a lot, enough life on the fastball on the left side to be super interesting. So, you know, I can't say what what his role projects to be. Projects to definitely be a major league player and help somebody win a lot of ball games. So. Uh, really excited for both of those kids, and like you said, the key is going to be to stay healthy. The key is going to be to stay healthy, get opportunity, and pitch well. And and I think uh, uh, things look look bright for those kids. Kyle, uh, everybody, all Oriole fans are very excited about the number one draft pick in Adley Rushman. Slow started uh, Aberdeen, but then he came on, and then he comes down to your place. A little bit of a slow start there. Uh, before he gets it going, what is it like to be around him? What kind of a kid is he? Going forward, and uh, how excited should Oriole fans be? Yeah, I mean they should be real excited. Um, great kid, just a just a solid a solid individual. Uh, I mean the one thing I take from him recently is just his ability to catch. I mean he's he's a as good of a catcher as you're ever going to see, and I think that as that being a premium position in the big leagues defensively, I think don't worry about. Uh, there, and I think people need to keep in mind that this is the longest season of his life. You know, he played college baseball this year, and when you play college baseball at a big time program like Oregon State, he probably started playing baseball in like January, January first, or mm-hmm. something like that. Whatever. So, longest longest year of the kid's life, and uh, not that that's an excuse, but I think that 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 you're seeing that right now because it's really becoming a grind for him. But I definitely think the Orioles picked a star, a superstar. Um, Love his VP, love his work ethic. I love the way he prepares for a game. And, uh, and again, I just think he's one of the best catchers I've ever seen who plays a premium position. So, man, I think they got something valuable. That's a pretty, uh, pretty intense praise, uh, having been around him only a, a short while. Kyle Moore, many thanks for joining us. I got a chance to chat with you the other day on uh, the Mid-Atlantic Sports Report. Look forward to meeting you sometime soon. Yeah, for sure. Same here. Thanks, All guys. All right. Thanks. Kyle Moore, Manager of the Year in the Southern Atlantic League.